All right, here we go. Today's daf is daf Pevav, page 86. The Heli Gimasach is Babakama. We're in the middle of Perak Achayvel. We are, however, back on Pehei Amad Beis, 85B, uh, a little less than halfway down. Uh, we're we're uh, at the two dots. Sheves, Reina Sekil Hushem Rikishuim. How do you pay for loss of work? We evaluate him as if he's a watchman. Now, what in the world does this mean that he, we evaluate him like a watchman? In what way? Tanra, one of the rabbis, learned so shui, shabbos, right? It's like, ilu, shamikishun. We evaluate him as if he's, he's going to be a watchman. Ve'im, taimar, loksamidas. I didn't know if you're going to say, aye, that's not fair. Says Gemara, everybody pause one second. What do you mean, treat him like a watchman? We're going to explain the Gemara now, Lafi Rashi, okay? There's a big machlekas how to understand the rest of the Gemara. We're going to follow Rashi, and I'm going to explain the Gemara before we read it. It'll, it'll, make, it'll make it easier. Otherwise, otherwise, everybody's going to get a little confused over here. Okay? So here's the deal. By damages already, we said that the damager is going to have to pay by the devaluation in the market. Right? If you cut off his arm... So he, 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 was, he lost work in the market, the slave market. Which basically means you're already paying him for loss of work. The actual damage is paid. Right? It's actual, it's actual, actual damage has been paid. So this is how Rashi explains. <clears throat> Rashi's, Rashi says, what if... What, what are we paying now for loss of work? So Rashi explains that what you're going to be paying for is... That even though we you, you paid for the loss of value in the marketplace, you didn't make full payment because he did lose employment opportunities now for the future. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> he, he did lose employment opportunities now for the future as well. And that's what we're trying to, to figure out. Because I want to explain like this. It can't just be, it's not so pushing, it's not so simple <coughs> to say that... Loss of work is literal. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I'll tell you why it can't just be literal. Good job, guys. Um, if you have somebody who earned a lot more than the other person, right? One person earns a, a lot more than the next guy. So should we reimburse you for your loss or not? I would think yes, you should. But that's already been done. That's already been done by the damage. And here's why. Get ready. If you knock off somebody's leg, can they hold down a job now? Yeah, you know how? As a tailor. But what if the guy was an athlete? Stock a problem. Stock a problem. What if... And now there's other, uh, other things where, you know, depending on what, uh, where your skill set is, that's going to depend on if and when you get damaged what sort of impact that's going uh, that's going to have? So, what the Gemara here is just trying to what the Gemara here is just trying to establish and figure out is how do we ultimately make up the full compensation to this guy from from wherever he good job doing from uh, from whatever damage was caused to him. We know we paid for the damage in the marketplace, but now what about the full compensation? So this is where the Gemara is trying to is going to come ahead and try to finagle and get the victim all the money he deserves. So here we go. Says the Gemara when this guy gets better. 
He's not going to be being paid like a cucumber watcher. A cucumber watcher, even though it takes very little skill set, he's still, he's still walking around because he has to watch over the cucumbers. But you could have somebody who has a job sitting in a chair, for example, removing water from a well. Or you can go as a, as a messenger and, uh, and get, paid, uh, uh, get paid a higher amount. The Gemara here, again, is just giving examples of different, uh, different possible opportunities that he could have. Says the Gemara, here we go. Midas hadin no, we don't want to give him the uh, the previous amount because ultimately the full the full payment has been part part of the full payment has been made by the damages by the nezek. What do we need to compensate him for? Just the loss of work. What the Gemara here has done in these three steps is basically said what we explained in the introduction, which is that. We're trying to get the victim full compensation. He's been covered for damages now. Loss of work. That's how we're going to make it up. Lafi Rashi. Amar Rava. Rava says, Cut us, Yadav. Let's say the damager cut off his hand. Nice and late. You pays him for the value of his hand. Meaning the loss of hand at the marketplace. For Sheves. And what about loss of work? You could be a one-handed cucumber watcher. Sheber as Ragley. What happens if the damager broke his foot so he can't walk around? Nicely, the mayor Agli pays him the value of his foot. Vesheves, and how would you pay the, the loss of work for a broken foot? Right? We guard him as if he's uh, watching inside of a booth. Yeah, if you're sitting in a booth and you're a city watcher, yeah, opening and closing uh, fences and gates and what are those things called? Those bars that go up and down at a toll booth. So fine, you know, you could still make employment in, in that way. So that's what he'd be obligated to uh, to pay as far as compensation. See, may I say, no? What happens if you blind the guy? No, he's played my any pay the value of the eye. What would be a loss of work for that? Vishavas or anything? We view it as if he's working in a mill. In a mill, you, you're turning the hand grinder, and you don't need to be able to see Hershey. What happens if you made him deaf? No, he's played my kulai. This is incredible. If you make him deaf, he can't work at all because he can't take any instructions, Rashi says. A person who, <coughs> excuse me, a person who can't hear now is paid everything, his, his total value because he's, has, he's, he, there's no Sheves anymore because there's no owner that would purchase a slave like that on the market if he can't follow any instructions. By Rava, Rava asked the question, searching for information. Let's say you cut off his hand. See, see, right now what we've been saying is you, you cut off the guy's hand So you pay him for damages And you pay him for loss of work okay? What happens if after that You blind him So how do you evaluate him now There's already loss of work So you could say, okay Value of a cut off hand value. Let, Let's add a layer to this What happens if you cut off his hand and blinded him, and there wasn't even any bezdin in between the two. See, you could say, you can ask Ashila if Bezdin already evaluated his value in between the two happenings. Or what happens if Bezdin didn't evaluate? Do you, do you evaluate both of them together or not? So that's, what we're, that's going to be Rava's question. By Rava, Rava's question is searching for information. If they cut off his, if, if his hand got cut off and Bezdin didn't paskin on him, yes, Shibra Sagavlam do, they broke his foot and they didn't evaluate him, yes, Shibra Sagavlam do. 
Same thing with blinding of Khershu, and then afterwards you make some deaf. Mahu, what's the Allah do? Do we say that since at the time of the original damage, Bezdin did not get involved, Bacharum So one evaluation is works to make and you pay him one lump sum of entire payment because he made him deaf and you pay for a complete amount. Or maybe he's got to make double payment. Maybe he's got to pay him for the loss of arm and loss of work. And then we say, oh, afterwards you made him deaf. Now pay him the total value. So what's the nafkamina? What's the nafkamina? Okay. Now think about logically. Logically, I would think maybe there's no nafkamina. Maybe there's no difference. I'll tell you why. You cut off a guy's hand, then you make him deaf. <clears throat> Cutting off the hand is going to cost you 20 grand. Making him deaf is going to cost you 50 grand. Because that's, that's his total value. Well... If you were to first cut off his hand and then evaluate him, Bezin's going to say 20. Then you make him deaf. What's going to be his value? 30,000 anyway, because that's all he was. So what's enough Kamina, whether it's two judgments or one judgment? He says, well, I'll tell you enough There is pain and embarrassment. You see, with damages, maybe there's no difference. But by pain and embarrassment, there is. And he granted the Nezik Vribu Bishabas Kochad Bachadlayavinale. Maybe you already paid him for damages and, and medical bills and loss of work. The Kiva de Khiovla Idame Kule, command the Kadli Dami Vayavla Idame Kule. And therefore we should say you gave him the total amount. Tsar Baishas Mias to Kochad Bachadiov, the Ha Havalay Tsaru Baishas. Okay? Or do we say that even though you made full payment on the um on the damages and the loss of work, but there is separate pain and embarrassment for each happening. One when he cut off his arm, and one when he made him deaf. And if you're going to tell me that Allah is, since that Bezant did not get involved yet, you give it all at once. Okay, It's all going to be one lump sum. If you're going to tell me it's all going to be one lump sum uh, payment, but now we got a problem with that too. I'll tell you why. Do we say lost the place? I'm sorry. Okay, you have to make the body of the Abdu. Ma, what's Allah? Amir, Amir, and Kiva, Damdu, Chada, Chada. Since that, since if they were to value one thing at a time, boy, the Mesavle. So that's what he has to pay restitution for. Why Doma? Or perhaps Kiva, the Lai Shilim. Since he has a pity, Yavle, the Mekul, he's got to give him the total value. Says the Gemara. The Rabbah's question. Teku, we are unsure. Boy, Rabbah, Rabbah's question. Information. Shabbos, Ha, Poy, Chate, Toy. What is the halacha of, of Sheves, of loss of work, that he loses his value, but only for, let's say, a month? Something, the guy's uh, bumbling around now. He hurt his leg. But he'll be better in a month. Okay? So, do you pay for loss of value that's temporary? Hechidami. Says Gemara, let's get into this. Let's, let's dive a little deeper. For example, she call you with some You gave him a clap on his hand. His hand, mamish is not usable right now. After proper therapy, he'll get usage. My, what's the halacha? Keep him the seifalachzer. Since eventually he'll get usage back. You don't have to pay him for the value of his hand. Or perhaps right now he went down in value, so you got to pay him. It's this interesting question, right? Right now you made his hand not usable. If he does the therapy properly, he'll get usage back. So. What's the uh, what's the value you got to pay? Says the Gemara, Tashma, come and listen. Let's try to answer this this uh, Shaila. Somebody who hits Chas somebody who hits their father or mother, but does not create any sort of Chabura, 
does not create a wound. Now, if somebody hits their parents, they're chay of misa. Okay? Now, the, the Gemara, though, explains that this is only true if you created a wound. Somebody hits his parent, it doesn't make a wound. Or somebody who, who uh, makes a wound uh, on his friend on Yom Kippur. Okay. Now, if you make a wound on Yom Kippur, so creating a wound is a malacha, right? It's one of the forbidden acts. And you're going to be chayv karis. Be chayv karis for such a thing. Says the Gemara, top of today's daf, chayv bekulam. You're going to have to make all the payments. You know why? Because there's no chi of misa. When there's no chi of misa, when there's no capital punishment, there's an obligation to pay financial value. Highlight also by chabura hechidami. What does it mean you didn't make, you hit your parents or you hit your friend on Yom Kippur, but you didn't, you didn't I'm sorry, you hit, yeah, hit your parents, didn't make a wound. What's the case? Lav ganshi call, aren't we dealing with the case where the child hit the parent on the hand? Visayfei lachshon is going to get better. Vekatani chayav akulan, and we say that you're chayav, you're obligated in all them. Now it's interesting that we're assuming that that's what happened. Right? It says you didn't make a wound. So if it didn't make a wound, why are we assuming he lost functionality? I'll tell you why. Because if nothing happened at all, there's no conversation. Because the whole pasuk in the Torah is where there's a hit with a wound. So it's got to be, where's there a case where a child hit a parent with no chiyamisa? It's not a permanent wound. So that's the initial assumption. So army, they said, No, the child deafened the parents, but there wasn't an actual noticeable wound. So there was a, uh, you know, a loss of hearing uh, involved. So since there's loss of hearing, that's called permanent, uh, that's a, a, a permanent loss. Says the Gemara, one second. We learned that if somebody makes his makes his parents deaf, that's considered a wound. It's not possible that a, the person becomes deaf without also getting a wound inside their ear. Some sort of blood must have gone into the ear and gotten involved in, in this, and therefore that's why you're chayav misa. Says Gemara, you're right. You know what the case is? The child um, shaved off the head of his father. Okay, he shaved the head of his father. That is considered a um, uh, loss of value to the father. Apparently, the father now looks bald and older and whatever it is. But uh, it's it's not uh, it's not permanent. Says the Gemara. One second. Giving your father a haircut, like a, a, a size zero, shaving his head. Let me tell you something. Uh, when you shave your father's head, they say, the difference in a good haircut and a bad haircut? Two weeks. That's it. Yeah, Hair grows back. And if you don't have hair, you ain't getting a haircut there anyway. That's the difference in a good haircut and a bad haircut. Nothing else. Hair grows back. And this is, uh, this is what we're asking. So if... Uh, you know, uh, we're going to say that shaving your father's head is considered a, a loss in value. It's got to be a temporary thing. It ain't going to be a loss of value for more than a week or two. If I was going to get his hair back. I'll tell you what happened. The guy didn't just shave his father's head with a, with a razor or a size zero. He used a uh, root killing cream on his father's head. So the, the, uh, the hair's not growing back. The lay hother. So that's not temporary. Okay? Stingwara says, fine. You want to push us into a corner and say that's the case? Beseder. All right. You got it. <clears throat> Bottom line is, 
that if this is the case of the Mishnah, it doesn't necessarily go back to our case. Hence, it's not going to be a proof. What would happen, again, what was Rabbah's original question? What happens if somebody hurts somebody else, but it's temporary and it'll go away with proper therapy? That we don't have an answer to. Okay. Tsar, how do you pay for pain in such a situation? It's like, the father, the father, so the kid gives his father a, uh, a, um, this uh, haircut with root killing cream but the father has a cut on his head Ooh, now that could hurt Yeah, you don't want to go into the Yama Melech with some cuts on your body it doesn't feel good and the father is going to be in pain from the, whole, the cracks in his skin Ripoy has a child pay for medical uh, bills in such situation because you have to go to the doctor to remove the pain Sheves, uh, I'm sorry, Sheves. Yeah, how do you pay for loss of work in that case? Tavi merakeid bei kuve the boy machve gavne areshe the loy machve mehani kartufni. That maybe the case was where the father's job was to dance around in a restaurant. He was a uh, what we'll call him a um, when to call him an entertainer. The father's job was to be an entertainer. And one of his uh, strong points of entertainment is he, he used to shake his head in a cool way. And now the problem is, since he has cracks on his head with the uh, painful cream that went into it, so now nobody's going to find him funny and the restaurant's going to fire. So that's how you have the, uh, the temporary loss of work because now he can't, he can't do that. Baishas, and has the son pay him for embarrassment. And the Baishas, Godomizah. There's nothing more embarrassing than this. <laughs> Father's got to call him to work. Can't come in. Why not? Well, you're not going to believe what happened. You're not going to believe what happened. Yeah. It's like the, the joke they say about the, this kid comes back from Hebrew school on Sunday. And he, he, tells, uh, he tells his parents. His parents say, what did you learn in school? He says, well, I, I heard that the Jewish people... After they left Egypt, um, crossed over the sea to get to the land of Israel. They crossed the Yamsuf to get to the land of Israel, the Red Sea. So his parents asked him, he said, really, what happened? How'd they get across? He said, well, somebody sent them a few boats, a few ships. They came and they, you know, they, uh, they, they got on the boats. He said, yeah, anything else? Like, yeah, you know, on the way, some people were making fun of each other. And uh, some kids were throwing some other kids overboard and they were having fun. The adults didn't like it too much and they had to slow down and turn around because, uh, yeah, and that, and he starts with his whole thing and that. But Baruch Hashem, ultimately, they all made it back on the boats and they made it across the Yamsuf. Everybody got there safe and sound. His parents say to him, you expect us to believe that? The kid says, well, if I told you the real story, ain't no way you're believing me. <laughs> All right. Imagine a father has to call up and he says, uh, what happened? He's like, forget it. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. The cracks in my skull and my hair and my kid. Forget it. Says the Gemara Mosa, the boy the Rabbo. And this was a question for Rabbo. This actually was simple to buy in another situation. In, 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 in this direction, literally, it means. And Rabbo in the other direction. What does that mean? Didn't we learned? 
Machlekes Abay and Rava, these beautiful Heliga cousins, Hakohu al Yodoy, if somebody hits somebody else on the hand, and he, now he doesn't have ability to use it, but with therapy, with proper work, you'll get it back. You got to pay him for the temporary loss, and then also for the um, loss of work. Okay? So you have to pay for temporary loss of value. And temporary loss of work. No, you pay him for loss of work. There's no loss of value because he's getting the value back. Okay, it's gone for 30 days. A lot of things are gone short term. Ultimately, they come back. Says Rabba, you don't need to pay. So the answer is, Rabba had a question. Temporary loss. What's the halucha? Answer is, Machlekes. Somebody cuts off the hand of an of his friend. You got to pay for loss of work to the servant. And, and a temporary loss of income to the master. Now this is going to be explained. Why, why are you paying only for, for temporary? The answer is because the master could still work the Eved. But the Eved is going to be a one-handed Eved instead of a two-handed Eved. People can get things done with one hand. Rav Amar Rav says, everything goes to the servant, and we take those, those, uh, that money, and we buy land for him, so the, the servant gets the land, and the master gets the produce of the land. He says, it's simple, it's obvious, that if let's say, um, the uh, damager caused the loss by himself, but didn't cause him to lose his value by the ma- master. For example, then everything goes to servant. Then by Says very simple. Listen to this. See, sometimes you can cause damage to somebody. It doesn't cause them a loss of work. It's just annoying. It's annoying. So you cause somebody now to have a permanent scar. You cause an abbot to have a permanent scar. Or you cut off the tip of his nose. So now he's got to have a band-aid on the tip of his nose. Now, Lamai Segaret, practically speaking, is he ever growing the tip of the nose back? He's not growing it back. But it's not an excuse to not go to school for the rest of your life. Meaning the, the master can't, the servant can't say, the master says, I'm not sure I can't work, it can't work anymore. The master can't come up to the damager and say, oh, you caused me to loss of work, you, you, you caused a loss of value to my Evan. The guy's going to say, it caused loss of value. It might be annoying to have a flat-nosed Evan, but it, it, he can still work for you. It's not getting in the way of work. It says the Gemara, it's what would be the halacha? You do need to pay. But you know who gets it? Certainly the servant. So if you cause damage to the servant, Evan Ivry, in a way, we are not really causing a financial loss to the master. A vad that's going to go to the servant. Otherwise, if it's something that does get in the way of the master, it will go to, uh, to everybody. It, then, I'm sorry, that's the machlekes between Abai and Rav. Baishas. How do you pay for embarrassment? It depends on who's embarrassing and who's getting embarrassed. Mani Masis, who's of our It depends who's doing the humiliation, who's getting embarrassed. We learned in our who's lost their possession that they're chosen of Avram Yisuk and Yankiv Divrimer's opinion of Rebbe Meir, which means you never evaluate anybody like they're a person in poverty. Every year is automatically evaluated like you got out, you got your life all, everything's going well, Gavald, Masudar, and everybody's treated like they, they, they deserve all the covet in the world. 
You're a yid. B'nei Arbi Yisrael Yankiv. Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Yudah says, Ha'gadol lufi gadloi. Ha'gadol lufi gadloi. No, it depends. Depends. Depends on your position. Rabbi Shimon, I'm Rabbi Shimon says, Ashirim, if it's wealthy, we view them as if they're free people who lost their money. So he agrees with the mayor in that way. Aniyim, so we're being basically what he's saying is we're the most lenient on the damager. We're going to view everybody in the lowest possible form, money. Now who's done of our Mishnah? It can't be Rav Meir because Rav Meir says you view everybody exactly the same. Our Mishnah said it depends. Rav Meir kulu badi adadidin. According to Rav Meir, everybody's the same. Be Rav Yehuda if you're going to say it's Rav Yehuda. Masisa katani and Bavai says assume a chayiv. Our Mishnah says if you if you embarrass a blind person, you're chayiv. Ilu Rav Yehuda emer suma in loy baishas. Yehuda says a blind person doesn't have baishas. Ela lav Rav Shimoni. The title of Rav Mishnah has to be Rav Shimon, which we're fine with. Maybe it's only Rav Shimon. The Gemara says no. It doesn't only need to be Rav Shimon. Afilu tamer. Rabbi Yehuda, our Mishnah could comply with Rabbi Yehuda. Kiyam Rabbi Yehuda, Suma in Rabbi Yehuda. Yehuda say that a blind person doesn't have any embarrassment. That's as far as if he embarrasses somebody, we don't view him like it's coming from a hush of a place. Okay, like uh, you know when when he when uh, he embarrasses somebody else. But if a blind person gets embarrassed by others, certainly Avinon Lay is going to get full compensation. Everybody will Rabbi Yehuda certainly. We'll agree with that. But it says the end of the Mishnah. If somebody embarrasses somebody who's sleeping, but a sleeping person who embarrasses somebody else, you're Now, sometimes a person who's sleeping, he's laying in bed. He falls asleep on a chair. And he's laying next to a guy. And, and uh, while he's sleeping, you know, sometimes the Shavuos morning is one of my favorite times a year. Ah, during Haftarah. Haftarah Shavuos morning, bobblehead time. Everybody's a bobblehead. You sit there and everybody's sitting down and it's like this. You're up and down, up and down. Gewalt, Shavuos morning. Right? So you have a guy, it's Shavuos morning, he's sitting there, his head's bobbing up and down. And sometimes in your dreams, like you have funny things come into your head and you start whacking your arms. Right? So you have a sleeping guy, he's got bobbing up and down, and then he, like he jerks while, while he's sleeping and he whacks the guy in the face next to him. He gives, he gives him a punch and he damages, he punches, he damages the guy. So what happens if a guy is sleeping and he damages somebody else? Potter. Yo, 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 he's completely sleeping, so he's potter. And it didn't say that a blind person who embarrasses potter. It seems to imply there's no difference by a blind person. Either way, a blind person, if he gets embarrassed, is going to get payment, and he's going to have to give off payment. So we're obviously not following Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, says the Gemara, you're right, Rabbi Yehuda is not consistent with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, the town of a Mishnah, has to be Rabbi Shimon. Okay, who's the town of the following Brisa? Describing the vice them somebody has, has intention to embarrass a katan. Now, some people think they're always allowed to embarrass small people. Be, oh, it's a kid, I could embarrass them. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know that kid? What do you mean? We're all yidden. Doesn't say in the Torah, you can embarrass something. You're not allowed to embarrass somebody unless it's a kid. Doesn't say in the Torah. Right? So a person wants to embarrass a young kid. And this kid's there, and this kid's like, let me tell you something. I'm 30 years old, buddy. I'm just short. I'm a little guy. You thought you were embarrassing a cotton, and it ends up you're embarrassed a gadol. Okay. Well, I'm just giving an example of this, but the Gemara is going to give a clear example soon. So you got to give the guy the embarrassment of the cotton. What if you intend to embarrass a 
Eved, you intend to embarrass a servant of Beishas Ben Echern, you embarrass a free guy, nice and little Ben Echern, to make Beishas Eved. So you got to pay what you intended to do. Okay? Now, money, who's the, who's the town of this? Lerab Meir, Lerab Yudah, Lerab Shimon, Sarab Meir, Lerab Shimon. What does small mean? It means Kotl Menachasim. So first we thought it means, what it means you're very poor. You don't have much. And Godlo Godlo Menachasim. Let's assume it's, that's the answer. That's what it means. Says Gwara, but one second. If that's going to be the explanation, Erev Meir, Hamar Kulu he says everybody gets the same uh, assessment. So it won't make a difference if you're rich or poor. Can't be him. If you're a Buddha, Amar ain't las, ain't baishas. He says there's, uh, there's no such thing as baishas for avadim. So why is it even listed in our Mishnah? If you're a Shimon, Amar Neskavi the baishas, Zeo, Bishas, Zeo. According to Shimon, if, if you want to embarrass some guy and you embarrass somebody else by mistake, putter, you're going to be putter at completely. You don't need to pay at all. Right? I wanted to embarrass you. I want to spit on your face. And I got terrible aim. And I spit on the guy next to his face. Right? I got terrible aim. So, says, uh, says of Shimon, you're putter. Now, Armish says otherwise. My time, what's the reason? Kikitala. We say it's the same as killing. My kitala achen is kavanei by a chi of misa. When do you give capital punishment? When there's intention. He ambushed him and he rose up against him. Achi is kavanei. You have to have intention to kill that person. That's when you're chai of misa. And we learned this earlier in the Masechta. When do you pay for embarrassment? Only when there's intention to embarrass. The chsev v'shochi yodav hechzikim there needs to be intention. So who is the Tana? What did you say? There's no embarrassment for Avadim. To potter up somebody who's a Ben from paying them. But to evaluate how much embarrassment there is, we certainly do evaluate him. Okay? And that amount we give to a free person. Oh, so you evaluate the free person as if he was an Evid. Would you pay an Evid? No. But you could evaluate a person as if he was an Evid and, and, and what sort of embarrassment there would be. Vibay Sam, another possible approach could be a few tamer of Mayor could even say it is the opinion of Rabbi Mayor, It doesn't mean big and poor in, in, in how rich and poor you are. Lai Mamish, an adult. Thirteen years old. The cotton cut the mamish, and what's a cotton? Twelve years old. The cotton barbaishasu says the Gemara. Do you have to pay embarrassment to a cotton? Such a powerful question, by the way. I wish we had more time to focus on this. A cotton's a minor. What's a minor? Somebody doesn't have das. If you don't have das, we can't pay you for embarrassment. You know why? You don't know what to be embarrassed about. That's a cotton. It's a very powerful idea. When people are young, they get embarrassed about the craziest things and they're going to be embarrassed about. And things that you should be embarrassed about, they're not embarrassed about. So, it's like, what's going on here? So you can't, you push, you can't pay for embarrassment. A person has a das, you can't pay for embarrassment. Now, unfortunately, sometimes we just become bigger babies as we get older. But there's an expectation, <laughs> there's an expectation, you know, as we get older, that our, our humiliation at least will change. It'll become more chashev. Says the but cotton barbaishasu, says the Gwara, in Kedamara Papa, the mach... Uh, that there is there are those who do have an element of maturity to know good evening it's, it's up front it's up front walk through um, that they do know what to be embarrassed about so too in our case as well we now turn top of all Michlam that they're going to embarrass him and he will become embarrassed about the right things and, and under those circumstances under those situations there will be um, uh, Baishas embarrassment that does need to be paid. Next Mishnah. 
somebody who embarrasses somebody, uh, another person who's arum, who doesn't have clothes on. Somebody who embarrasses a blind person. This is incredible, Heber. Embarrassing somebody is not about whether or not they realize it. Embarrassing somebody is, I did an act of embarrassment. You know why you can't speak Lashnar about somebody even when they're never going to know about it? Because it's not about whether it hurt their feelings. I can't be a person who speaks Lashnar. That's why. They might never know, they'll never be hurt by it, it doesn't matter. It's beneath me as a Yid to be speaking gossip and slander. You embarrass somebody who's not closed, you embarrass somebody who's blind, the guy can't see, he doesn't know what you're doing. You're just making motions in front of his face, embarrassing him. He's never going to know, doesn't matter. You're going to be chayef. The guy's sleeping and you're making funny things in front of him and taking a video and embarrassing the guy. The guy doesn't know one thing from today till tomorrow. You have to pay for embarrassment. It doesn't make a difference. The yashin should be ish, but a person who sleeps and embarrasses somebody else, potter, you're going to be potter because again, it's not done with any sort of das. Anytime there's no intention, so then you don't pay for embarrassment. So this is, this is something which is is uh, common enough, we'll call it. Very often, when you hurt somebody, it wasn't with intention, but it could still could cause them embarrassment. You don't need to pay for embarrassment under those, under those uh, circumstances. Rabbis learn, that's why the rabbis, you embarrass somebody who doesn't have clothes on, but you can't c- compare embarrassing somebody without clothes on, somebody who, um, somebody who has clothes on. Okay? Now this is interesting because a person who doesn't have clothes on, we consider them to actually be less embarrassed. Because the fact that they're already in a position of being embarrassed is that there's less embarrassment is going to be caused. There's less further embarrassment because he's already, what are you doing without clothes on in the first place? Right? If you're wearing clothes, okay, chaj, I have payment. Otherwise, you're already there. So it's going to be a smaller payment because there's already embarrassment in place. Or uh, uh, you can't compare somebody who embarrasses in a bathhouse to somebody who embarrasses in the shuk. Why? Because in the bathhouse, you're dressed like a bathhouse with his, with nothing. In the shuk, you're dressed like a mensch. What sort of embarrassment? The guy's not wearing clothes. What sort of embarrassment? You know what aram means? Yeah, th- this is this is also something. This is, you know, sometimes you have a situation where where a person's in a compromised circumstance with their clothes on. So they they technically have clothes, but their clothes. You know, the only thing I can picture right now is like sometimes if people walk at the shoulder, pants are tucked into their socks by mistake. You know, they just they, they like they put on their socks after their pants, and their pants got stuck inside. You go over, you're like, let me let, let me fix it for you. But let's say you have a different situation. You know, you your pants are tucked in your socks. A different situation where sometimes people's bodies are more revealed because of the wind or some other cause and you want to go and, and take advantage of that so you go and you lift it up even more ha ah, look at you right you lift up even more so there you added humiliation under these circumstances okay what about embarrassing a person doesn't have clothes in the bathhouse what sort of embarrassment is there you're not supposed to be wearing clothes in a bathhouse i'm a papa that uh, the guy was out uh, bathing publicly. It wasn't, uh, wasn't an enclosed place. Boy, Ravaba Barmamu. Ravaba Barmamu asked a question, searching information. Baisha Yoshe Numais. If, let's say, you embarrass somebody while he's sleeping, doing all sorts of quacky things in front of him, embarrassing him, and then the guy dies. He never knew that you embarrassed him. 
Mao, what's the halacha? Says the Gemara, Mike, what, what, what is your question? What is your question? What are you saying? Like, where's the question start? Amar is vid, Let me explain. Mishum kisufahu. Okay? Because there's embarrassment. Is it about the feelings? He died. Ultimately, embarrassment never happened. The bottom line is, since you made a fool out of him before he died, you, to the... To humanity, like created a degrading situation for this guy, and that's what obligates the payment. Um, and that's what happened to him. You degraded him, so you should have to pay. Tashma, come and listen. If the problem is being embarrassed, that's why we gave a case of a cotton. Because it's of embarrassment. is a child embarrassed. Elamai, what are you going to say? Mishum zilusa. So you pay because of because the guy's degraded. I feel the Even a shaitanami, you should have to pay, and you don't. So so make up your mind. You're, you're dancing at both chasnas here. I mean, they said shaita ain If he's a shaita, you can't you can't embarrass him even more. In these cases, you could embarrass him even more because. He was sleeping and now he, now he was embarrassed. Says Gemara Vaiter. Okay, Mikol Makam, bottom line. Let's, let's prove from here that the payment is for degrading him. The payment is not for actual embarrassment and therefore you should have to pay a guy who was sleeping and then dies. Answers the Gemara. No, last step for today. Kedahomar of Papa, like if Papa explains. He embarrassed him. They embarrassed him and he became embarrassed like we said on Earlier on Ahmed Aleph, so too by this cotton as well, the Mahlu Mechlam, it's possible that you could have somebody who ultimately by the cotton as well gets embarrassed. Bottom line is there's no proof to our halacha right now, and the question uh, the, the question remains. Okay, we're gonna hold it here for this evening, but we're gonna pick up from Rav Papa Amar tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, Chevron, a wonderful week.